Hello, and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition, with your co-hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Well, hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of Sister Chat. Listen, we've got coffee in hand. My sister has just created the atmosphere right this week. We have great word to discuss. We are comfortable and I want you to do the same. If this is your first time tuning in, grab your word, whether it's on your phone, grab your Bible, if it's handy, grab you some coffee too and let's chat. Here we have Stephanie Williams and myself, Keisha, affectionately known as Kay Lattimore. And we are your hosts. Week in and week out, we are super excited to come and share the word of God and just let the overflow of our conversation bless you. But first and foremost, we check in. We make sure that you guys know how we're doing so that we can encourage you because trust me, friends, it gets hard out here. So let, 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 let's help each other stay encouraged Amen. and motivated to obey. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword. Amen. Keyword. She's hinting at something there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. So what's going on in your world, Kay? So the summer is officially here, guys. At New Philadelphia, that means VBS is coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Multicultural Conference. It's always something we're very active in putting on, especially working with the children. Um, so I know it's felt like summertime all year round because you've had the kids most of you at home schooling them, but now it's going to be the fun version. So I'm looking forward to uh, loving on some little ones and getting out in our communities and letting them know that, hey, if, if school's back open, well, for the most part, yeah, and everything else is full-fledged, New Philadelphia, we, we want to make sure that we are doing the same and we're just with open arms embracing everybody and welcoming them back. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Okay, laughing at me because I'm over here trying to get like my perfect zen, get as comfortable as I possibly can. I haven't found it yet, so I'm going to try not to uh, be too distracting. But anywho, yes, we are, um, I'm excited because we are opening back up and we're getting some great things going. You know, Children's Church and Sunday School for the Kids are, is starting back up in both locations. Um, So we're getting to a point to where we're having an opportunity to come back together. And what I I pray is that people won't say, "Mm, I'm good as is. You know, I've gotten into where I worship from home. Come on. Because, you know, the scripture tells us to forsake not uh, the assembly, right? Right. And there's so much to that. We need, just like you talked about, we need each other to encourage one another. And it, it is very hard to do that when we stay distant from one another. So, you know, there, that assembling um, allows us to encourage one another, um, to cheer one another on, um, to be there just um, if needed, um, to learn from one another to you know your gifts those many gifts and talents that you have um to share those with not only us as your brothers and sisters in christ but also um with the world because it's time to get back out um i think one of the things we've learned and we've talked about this so many times but 
this was a challenge for many people. People were hurting, and people were silently hurting. Yeah. Because they were not coming, and you could see them physically in church, people were suffering in silence. And if there wasn't enough check-ins or if that person didn't feel comfortable, they weren't raising their hands to say, hey, I'm struggling here. Yeah. And so many were. Yeah. Um, and, and so if we know um, a lot of our brothers and sisters were struggling, think about the rest of the world. Come Those on. that do not know the peace of God, that do not know the joy of God, that, you know what I mean, don't yeah. understand him as their Lord and Savior and that um, having him, you know, abiding in him and walking through this life with him is far better than than trying to do it alone because right. the enemy the although you know the enemy may just may not attack you as much because you are lost and right now you're you are lost he still attacks and yes. you're, you're still subject to those um the, those attacks so um now's a great time this is this is a time that we should be excited as saints to be ready to get back out yeah. um and to to really do what we we are called to do reach and teach and love on and disciple and mentor and um so get your um i don't know if coffee will do the the, the trick we might need to go like more <laughs> like green smoothies, you know, those kind of things, the natural um, to get our energy up. But we got to get ready to get our roller skates on and get ready to get back out there. So it is an exciting time. I don't know how we got there, but we did. Hey, you know, and while you were talking, I was like, we got to remember that the enemy, his MO is isolation. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not something we need to uh, be. Don't help him. Exactly. We can't forget that, that. You know, when you start having those thoughts of, oh, I can praise him in my living room and I don't need da, 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 red flag, red flag alert. That is the enemy creeping in and trying to, you know, take those little comforts and, and, and use them against you. So, saints, let's let's be mindful Amen. of his tricks and fight back with the truth with a capital T. Amen. So Bible study is getting ready to start. You have time to go. We're taping right now, right before Bible study, and then we're going to get going into Bible study. But you have time to get there. Come on. So, you know, go out to Bible study. Go out, you know, start to start to come back out. It's okay. Wear your mask. We, we got you. We got you. All right. So, friends, let's go before the Lord and get into our word this time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for... First of all, giving us this opportunity, we recognize that every day that we are able to pray to you, that we are able to acknowledge you, that we are able to serve you is a gift. Father God, we thank you that you have in mind so many plans, so many purposes that are just wonderful and intended to bless us. And we want to, Father God, join you in your work of blessing the world. Father God, what a pleasure it is to be co-laborers, not just with one another in the body of Christ, 
body of Christ, but with you, Father God. We thank you that you gave us these gifts that they might be of use uh, to create, Father, long-lasting legacies of faith in the community, in our families, and just everywhere. Father God, we thank you for this word that you've given the people through us that will remind us, Father God, of the joy in obedience. That this is something, Father God, that is intended to bless us and help us in in, in our journey here on earth, not to be uh, burdensome, but Father God, to bless. So we just pray that our words as we discuss this topic, Father God, that they are seasoned with life and salt and all that good stuff so that your people can be equipped, empowered, and enabled to do what they need to do uh, in their respective places. Father God, we love you, we uh, honor you, and we just thank you so much for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So what's on the agenda for tonight? You said the word obedience. Yeah. You know, it's kind of floating around out there in, in that atmosphere as we had talked about, as we were checking in that... Uh, it's a challenge to mm-hmm. obey at times. And when we think about it, it, it really is puzzling why that is. <laughs> because, you know, as I've said before, if we have the right perspective of God as our loving father, and we have the right perspective of, um, you know, who he is and, and what he wants for us, that he wants the best for us, then what he says should be a joy to our ears. Uh, the, the the word, we should look at it as, as life to our bones, mm-hmm. you know, health to our flesh. Uh, but many times when the word goes forth, either from the man of God or, or from the Holy Spirit or, you know, even something that you're aware of that needs to be done, we, we kind of get like those disciples. We, we had a giggle mm-hmm, <laughs> when mm-hmm. we were just talking before that, you know, God says something or Jesus said something and they were like, huh, what yeah. my name is? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. And it, <laughs> the scripture we were referencing was in John. I think it's 14, uh, starting at the beginning. Well, it really starts in 13. And he, he's talk, talking to them. He's giving them a new commandment and he's, t- you know, they will know that you are my disciples by your love, but I'm going to prepare a, a place for you. And so then Peter's like, where are you going? <laughs> where I'm going, you can't go right now, but you will go. Right. And then he says all this other stuff. And then Thomas says, but Lord, where are you going? And he's like, have y'all not been listening? <laughs> and, and, and so we laugh because God often, people say, why won't he talk to me? Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk to me. I can't hear him. I, you know, and there's so many, um, there's so much that goes along with that because there's getting ourselves into a position to be able to hear from him. And that's number one. But God speaks all the time. Yes. And Pastor has talked about, you know, sometimes we've just got to set our frequency. You know how, um, I don't know. Growing up, I had an uncle, a great uncle, and he drove one of those big uh, semi trucks. Mm-hmm. And they had the little CB radios or whatever, and they were all on different frequencies. But they could talk to one another. Um, he'd let us uh, kind of, he'd take us for a ride when he'd come into town. And they'd talk to one another on these, like, CB, I think they're called CB radios. I don't know. But anyway if they were on the same frequency or if they were on the same channel. And so they had to know which channel to get on. And the thing about it, our relationship with God, when we, as we talked about before, when we abide, when we are in our word, when we are praying, 
That is getting ourselves into position to hear from him. He's always speaking. Those persons on those CB radios are always speaking. They may be chatting with somebody else, but if that other person isn't on the same frequency, he won't hear that. But when they all get on the same frequency, everybody can hear everything that's going on. It's the same with God. When we're praying, when we are in our word, when we are just worshiping, like we talked about last week, when we're doing those things, um, that is tuning our channel. That is getting ourselves into position, getting the right frequency to be able to hear from him. So we can hear those things. Now, what do we do with that information when we do hear it? Because mm-hmm. there are times that we do hear it. We are we're praying. We Because people will say, I do pray. I do, you know, read my word. Yeah, and you're hearing from God. But then when you hear him, number one, can you recognize his voice? Number two, can are you li- are you going to do what he asked you to do are you saying yes that is god and i'm gonna do and be obedient and a lot of times we're we're Mm-mm. like either we're discounting that it is god or we hear it or and some of us will yeah i know but this is what i want to do and um and so we will ignore it's not that you don't hear you just might be ignoring selective selective listening <laughs> and then when you know god brings his plan to to fruition where we were laughing was because then we're like huh when did you tell me that oh that's what you know we kind of are like we're slow to the party come on (laughs) talk about it you know i'm not going to talk about y'all i'm gonna just talk about myself right i I look back and you know some of the prayers that i've prayed in my uh short periods of disobedience (laughs) have been like oh lord help me surrender but that's my part. That's mm. my choice. And so it's like, I can't ask him to do that. I have to, you know, talk to my own flesh and say, flesh, you sit down. Spirit, you rise up. Because that part, it, it goes back to, to him being a gentleman and, mm. and us having this free will mm-hmm. and, and us wanting to kind of, you know, just, you know, like we're so helpless we're not when when we at the point of salvation Mm -hmm. i don't think we understand how much power we were really given and and part of that power uh was to help us keep what we can't keep ourselves but part of that power that you know at the point of salvation that you know we were exposed to i'll say if if we're so diligent to take it up and, and use it is that we can speak mm-hmm. <laughs> and things can change. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think about that in, in my times of just being hard headed. I was like, why? It, it seems so easy in hindsight, but why mm-hmm. didn't I just turn around? Right. <laughs> well, and I'm going to share something with you because, you know, <laughs> you know, um, God, he deals with me. And um, I was just saying to your point where you said, you know, why didn't I just, you know, listen? And why is it so hard sometimes to just do what he's telling us to do? Um, I, I, I told, I shared with you, you know, earlier, got an associate, I'm having to just kind of do some performance managing. Um, and yesterday when I was entering in something, um, I clearly heard the spirit say, wait, Mm. and I don't know why when he says, tells me to wait, I don't know what, (laughs) what, what happens in that, that what happens, but well, I do know I was leaning to my own understanding and I kind of 
you know, waited upon, well, there's accountability for me because there are some things that I have to do and be accountable for as well. So I'm like, well, no, I probably need to go ahead and do this. And so I did the, I took the step. Well, then now I have to do something else. And had I waited, um, I would have been able to complete this next step successfully, but Mm -hmm. now it's causing a delay. And so when he, when I realized, I said, oh, I'm literally sitting at my desk. This is not two hours ago. I said, oh, that's why you told me to wait. Not that it wasn't going to come to fruition, but if I would wait it and done it, you know, listen for more instructions. Because I'm always asking, lead me, guide me, you know, be that light, you know, and that lamp unto my feet. Um, but if I'd have waited and listened for more instructions, then I would have been able to complete all the necessary steps that I need to do, right? And so I literally said to myself, because when you said, that's my part, yeah. I said, Stephanie, I said, so I was praying, I was asking the God for forgiveness, and I said, don't worry, Lord, I said, I am going to beat my flesh into submission <laughs> until I'm black and blue. <laughs> this is me talking to myself, this is me talking to the Lord, I'm like, I am going to, I am going to do my part. Right. I am going to get myself into a place of submission, um, you know, if it's the last thing I do. It may very well be the last thing I do, <laughs> but I am going to keep because as the scripture says, and one of our deacons always points it out, we have to die to ourselves daily. Yes. And not only daily, but all day, every day, every second, every minute. Because if the minute we start leaning to our own understanding and leaning and yielding to our flesh is the minute that we are disobedient to God. So oh. it made me laugh. Not laugh, but it made me go, yeah, we're on the same, wave, same wavelength with that. Because that's my part. My yeah. part is to... Um, not yield to my flesh and to yield to God and to obey God and not, you know, God shouldn't have to help me with that. Now yeah. we certainly need to be strengthened by him, but there is, it's, it's our, some of those things we need to do. Absolutely. And what can help us, I think, is when we read those explicit commands in the Bible, like let's put our names in there because mm-hmm. I feel like we read so fast that we don't always catch what God is saying, you know, those conditional promises, like what he's saying he needs to do and what we need to do. Mm -hmm. So like when I'm reading those Deuteronomy 28s or something like that, where I know, hey, Kay, you need to, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, pray those, those scriptures Mm -hmm. versus me saying, well, father, help me answer the call. No, no, no. He told me Mm -hmm. to answer the call. If you are (laughs) obedient, then you will be blessed in the city. You will be blessed in the field. You will be blessed when you come and when you go. If you do not check out verses 16 through, I think it's like 50. (laughs) Come on, come on. You know, um, so it is conditional. There's so many, um, things um, that we have to do right down to our salvation. We have right. to believe, right? And we have to receive him and accept that that gift of salvation. So there is conditional. He, he, like you said, he's a gentleman. He's not forcing us to do anything. But if we would do it, yes. oh, the blessings. Because oh, even the conditions in it is not to harm us. He tells us those plans are to prosper us. Um, and not to do us harm, right? That's right. Um, so we I don't know why it's so hard to get it. And then when we do, we're like the disciples. And we're like, oh, you know, I guess we are truly the doubting Thomas. You know? <laughs> we've got, we've, you know, there's a season, you know, where I feel like he, my mom, 
you know, often talks about, you know, when you first get saved and everything seems to be just like manifesting just because you thought of it. Mm-hmm. And and I I thank God for his grace in that. But there comes a time past that 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 newness, that that baby phase where we have to start to become accountable. And I think about my daughter now who's in She's coming to that age of accountability mm. with, with some chores and, and with some things that I'm asking her to do or my expectations. And what's happening is I'm, I'm having to say to her, hey, remember when I asked you to do this, this, and this, and it's still not done? You know, you need to get on that. And I think the Lord, he, he, he's doing the same thing with some of us now that we are out of this isolation mm-hmm. period. He's like, remember the things I'm, I'm saying to you? You know, that, that accountability is, is coming due, guys. And I don't want us to be looking crazy you when know, the bills do. Amen. You know, and I think it, it, it brings, because isn't it Paul that talks about, I think he's talking to the church at Corinth, and he's, he says something to the effect of, I thought that I would be able to come bring you some, you know, more mature um, or, or bring you some more hearty, meal so to speak but i can see you're still Mm. that babe right i thought by now we'd be past this and that you could you could uh (laughs) well he did you know he 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 dressed it up a little bit more than how i but he basically said you know you ain't ready (laughs) yeah you you're still i see we're still the babe you know what i mean you know you're still on milk and you really should be on me and i think that and that's frustrating for me sometimes because it's like you know god i know better i know better this is and the challenges the the levels of trust the 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 test they grow as we grow right um so i don't want to say that to anybody to you know have you kind of beat yourself up about it but we do have to as you said we got to understand that there's a new level of accountability and that we have to continue to grow in that accountability um, and not, we don't want to stay babes in Christ. We don't want to continue to be on milk when we really should be on meat. Right. And so. because the symptoms would be frustration, mm-hmm. stagnation, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just, you know, I, I think about when you keep, it, it's so beautiful that everything in the spirit, you know, we see it happening in the natural if we have the eyes to see. When, when you baby a baby too long, what do you see? You see tantrums. You see them acting out you see them feeling entitled like I'm supposed to have (laughs) and if that's so you know to me irritating in the spirit just imagine what we look like to God Mm -hmm. when we don't you know answer those growth challenges we look like brats (laughs) so we are not going to just give you problems we're going to share what the spirit is speaking to us Amen. to get some solutions going on. So turn with me, if you will, to Hebrews chapter five, starting at verse seven. We're going to read from the Amplified. And it says, in the days of his earthly life, Jesus offered up both specific petitions and urgent supplications, things that he needed. He offered them up with fervent crying and tears to the one with a capital O who was always able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission toward God. In other words, his sinlessness and his unfailing determination to do the Father's Mm. will. 
Although he was a son who had never been disobedient to the father, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And having been made perfect, meaning uniquely equipped and prepared as savior and retaining his integrity amid opposition, he became the source of eternal salvation to all those who obey him. Whew. Wow. That's a mouthful, guys. That is. Can we look at ourselves? What are we suffering through? What, what, what are we trying to learn? What it, well, rather, what is the Spirit trying to teach us that we're bucking against? Mm. And, you know, in our bucking, how are we stopping? Because it says when Jesus accepted the lesson, when, when he said, you know, I'm going to be submissive, I'm going to, you know, get what the spirit is trying to get to me. He became, it says um, in verse 10, a source of eternal mm-hmm. salvation. So guys, we are oases in, in dry places for people who are, are seeking and, and not getting it. We are sources. We are to be streams of living water on our jobs, in our social groups, uh, on the playground, and if we're bucking against these lessons, then we're, we're going to be dry. We're going to be like that fig tree who, who did not produce in season when it was called upon. So the, the, the lessons I feel like we can take from these verses is that first in verse 7, it says, Jesus offered up specific petitions. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you went there because... I think that's a well, there, there's a step before that, and then I think that's that's like the main thing first and foremost. So what I mean by a step before that is first of all, ask we have to ask ourselves: Do we really want to hear what God has to say about the matter? Mm-hmm. Did we really accept Him as Lord and Savior over our lives? Lord over our lives? Do we really um, are, are we are we even thinking along the lines of I'm going to do just what he told me to do, or are we um, just lamenting and, and upset that things are the way that they are? If we truly say that we want to hear what God has to say on the matter, then our example is how Jesus offered up prayers, right? Mm-hmm. Fervent prayers to God. He wanted to know what God had to say about the matter. And when God said what he had to say about the matter, because I, I know they, they talk about this scripture in reference to um, the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also kind of reference some things in Psalms, too. It kind of cross-references with in Hebrews. Um, but he wanted to hear what God, and they said that he was praying, and, and there were drop, sweat, like drops of blood. Like yeah. there was some fervent prayer going on. And then God gave his answer, and he accepted God's answer in, in his obedience. And how do we get, how do we take this example, first of all, having the heart to want to know what God has to say about the matter, mm-hmm. and then offering up that fervent prayer with ears and in, in our heart and our minds open to hear what God has to say on the matter. And when he says it, do it. That's a, that's a tall order. Come on, but that's the, that's the formula. For victory, that that's it right there. Mm-hmm. That's the formula that we've got to, like you said, be ourselves into submission to get. Mm-hmm. And it's it's you know I think about 
when you were talking about those specific petitions, I can hear myself like saying, well, I wake up and, and I do a daily devotion and I, 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 I ask God to guide my day. But am I being specific? Because remember that that scripture says the of the fervent, effectual Come on. prayer, right? So when we talk about effectual, is it effective? Is it going to do what it needs to do, right? Is it going to, is it really... Is it lining up with God's word? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know what I mean? Because if we're praying fervently about something that is absolutely contrary to God's word, it's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> so that, therefore, it is not effective. But if it is effective, if it is lining up with God's word, then that is, that is considered um Effectual. That is considered. And so if we're earnestly seeking, if we're crying out to God um, and it's lining up with, with God's word, then he's going to do it. Um, or, you know, he, he has a plan yeah. of, of how that's going to come to fa- pass. Um, and even if it is something where he knows, well, because he knows best, even if what we're praying is still not something that he's willing to do, because if he does it his way, mm-hmm. well, doing it our way, I should say, if he does it his way, it's going to be better for us. If we we pray for something, and although it may be his will, it also may be something you know that he is he's able well he's able to do anything, but it may not be the 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 way he wants to go about. Um, answering that prayer we mm-hmm. then have to accept what he he gives us as an answer so but the the first part of it is that we've got to understand his word get in his word and and those uh, the effectiveness of the prayer the worship the posture the um is it with is it his will is it is it lining up to his word is it lining up to the truth i guess that's the better way of saying that yeah. and if it you know, if it is, and it is something that he, the, is, if it's a petition that he's willing to grant at that point, then he's going to do it. If he's going to do it, but do it his way, because it's not to say that Jesus' prayer didn't get answered. He just answered it his way. Jesus still had to go through the suffering, and thank God he did. Um, and then, now he is seated amongst, you know, seated at the right hand of the Father. Now he is the king of kings, right? He is just um, the name above all names. Amen. So God still accomplished, you know, what what Jesus was asking. He just did it differently. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't say no um, because if he did, then we would still be lost. So I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm rambling a little bit. But no, you're 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 still in this. You're right in the verses. I I think the. The next part, even with the uh, with fervent crying and tears to the one who was always able to save him from death, and I mean we know who that is. That's you know God the Father, and seeking Him. You know I sometimes feel like in those morning devotions where you know your day has not yet unfolded, and really we're, we're coming to Him with more questions than <laughs> than demands at that point because I'm asking, hey. Who, who is it that, that, that I need to reach out today? Who is it that I need to minister to? Um, what, 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 
what is it that you really want from me today? Where, where should I invest more time and energy? Um, we, we only have 24 hours, and, and I know that I have my priority list. It's, it's getting longer and longer with age. You know, husband, kids, family, mm-hmm. ministry, you know. So, you know, God, I need some specifics here. And what is the, the, the thing that I often, I feel like, where I could be better is I pray that in the morning. I'm asking but how many times throughout my, throughout my day do I go back and, mm. and revisit and say, hmm, I think that might have been the spirit showing me that mm-hmm. this is the priority he wants me to focus Amen. on today, you know? And that's getting to your point about being on that same frequency. Like, if it, it's showing Jesus is on the right frequency because first and foremost, he acknowledges that God the Father is the one who's able right. to save him from death. Right. And then it says he's also on that right frequency because... His reverent submission. Mm-hmm. It kept him sinless and unfailing in his determination to do the Father's will. So if, if, if we are doing our best to sin less than the Amen. day before, Amen. if we're doing our best to be unfailing in our determination, we're not saying we're getting perfect scores, but we're, we're, we're trying. We're, exactly, we're pressing toward we're the mark. We're pressing toward that mark. Right then we're in the right frequency to hear and, 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 and to see those signs where he's, he's guiding us because we asked him. And, and, you know, as we do that and as we make it our practice and our habit to do that day in and day out, I feel like that's where, as we keep reading throughout that verse, um, it says he learned special, active obedience Amen. through what he suffered. So all of these oppositions or, or, or little challenges where we're like, mm, no, that can't be God. It could very well be mm-hmm. God well, you <laughs> teaching said, you through suffering. You said so much. And I want to go back just a little bit before yeah. we get to the obedience part, because you talked about how the conditional things that God gives us. This is another example. It said, and he was heard. And then it gives us the word because Mm -hmm. of his reverence. So all of those things proceeding, right? He knew who was, who his help came, where his help came from. He knew who was the one that was able to do that, right? Now unto him who was able to do all things, right? Um, And who was able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all things. Um, He knew who could do it. Um, and, and, and that worship, that reverence, right? His posture, his position, and how he came to um, God. Um, God heard him. God heard him. And a lot of times we have to ask ourselves if, um, are we coming to God in worship, in reverence, mm-hmm. and are we giving him the honor that's due to him are we like, and you said so much, are we trying to sin less? Are we um, trying to press toward that mark? Um, are we doing those things and, and putting ourselves in a position for him um, to hear us, to, to want to hear us? Um, you said something else and, I, and it just escaped me, but um, he, we, have to, we have to take a look at, you know, we want our father to hear us, you know, We've got to do some things. And I, yes, here it is. This is what it was because I did not, well, I was Spirit. not letting it go. Thank Come you, on. Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
you said, you know, sometimes I start my day and I ask these questions versus telling God what I want. Mm -hmm. And I think you and many of you out there that's listening are on the right track when we do that. It is it's better to ask questions because he's the one that knows the plans for us in the first place. Amen. Number one. Number two, it is an unselfish prayer because it is, um, hey, God, what is it you want me to do? Who should I focus on? What should I? And it's not all about us versus, you know, telling God. Um, it's funny because that song, there's so many songs that I learned <laughs> now that are, that I've, uh, over the years, I'm like, that's not scriptural. That's not that's not right. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Yes, you are supposed to, with prayer and supplication, you know, ask him and give him your petition, right? But can the not not so much what we want, because the scripture says he'll supply our needs. That's right. Right? Um, but it's like, it's not about telling him everything. You know, it's not like we're putting in our ATM PIN number and then we're expecting and, and, you know, we're giving it information and now we're expecting to get something back out. Right. Mm -hmm. No. Asking questions. Lord, what is it that you want me to do today? You know, and then that's another way that we set ourselves up for him to be able to speak to us and for us to be able to hear him. Because if we're just telling, telling, telling. And so God is like, well, you already got it figured out. I guess I don't have the, you know, <laughs> why, why do I, why? or, and, you know, and he's probably like, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've seen the end of this day, right? I've, I've seen how this is going to play out. And if you just let me get a word in edgewise, I could probably tell you something. Come on, you're talking to the one. Because, you know, <laughs> I know the plans that I have for you. And you're you're off. You're, Stephanie, you're looking at this wrong. Stephanie, you're going to miss that if mm -hmm. you don't listen to what I'm, you know, I'm trying to tell you. If you're, And you know how, um, I think it's in, like, science. They get to their um, hypothesis or mm -hmm. they get to that final um, summation by asking the right questions. Yeah. By asking the right questions. It's not so much telling what they know. Right. It's by asking the right questions. And so oftentimes when we are thinking about, um, you know, a solution to something, I wonder, do we ask the right questions? I want, and so even throughout our day, do we ask the right questions or do we like just spit out our, uh, you know, put our pin number in and say what we want to get out of the day? Okay, soapbox. Anyway, <laughs> talking like, to myself. Listen, and me with you. So, I mean, friends, I, I want you to be thinking about. Why is it hard to obey? I, if you take nothing else from the podcast this time around, I just, is it hard to do what he's asking us to do? Now, it might be hard for your flesh, but for your spirit, that answer is a resounding no. <laughs> because there are so many cases in the Bible where we see, yeah, it was tough to, 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 to be like, Come on, women's ministry. Come on, Jonah. <laughs> it was hard for him to swallow that pride. <laughs> it was tough. But was that tough for his spirit or was that tough for his flesh? That was all flesh. flesh. That was all his, his personal feeling. That was all his personal experience, what he had gone through. But these verses in Hebrews tell us that what you suffer through mm -hmm. What you determine to crucify your flesh mm -hmm. for, that it's working for your good. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, I've determined that I'm too smart for my own good. <laughs> we all. That is the you, you, when I think. The more I think about it, that is what I've determined. I am too smart for my own good, and I say that in a um, sarcastic kind of way mm-hmm. because I don't know anything. He knows the plans that he has for me. I'm too smart for my. I lean too much to my own understanding, and it's it. it it causes not only does it cause where I, I I harm myself, but I'm disobedient at times, and I want to do I want to be better. I want to do that differently. I don't even in the little things because he says in all that ways acknowledge him right, right. and he will direct our path. And so many times it's like mm, that's a little decision I can I can make that on my own. I don't. And even those still small weights or nope go this way or go that way. That's him telling us the right way, the best way. The it, it falls in line with the plans that he has for us. But even then, we still lean to our own understanding. And I'm so I get so mad at myself because I'm like, I have got to stop doing this, Kay. Come on. But I'm glad you didn't say, oh, I'm hard-headed. No, you said I lean into my own understanding. No. And that prescription is doing what he asked us to do, the confession, to mm-hmm. agree with God that, hey, the command was to lean not. And so when I see myself leaning, mm-hmm. I remember the command. I identified it. And now I know how to address it. And I, I believe that, you know, that's 90% of the mm-hmm. battle right there in and of itself is that, hey, instead of just recalling what, what grandma said and, and, and the, 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 the wives' tales and the, you know, the this and the that, the astrologies and stuff, no, in, re, in respect to God's word, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. It's not because Jupiter and Saturn are, I don't even know what all of that, I, I've almost, that stuff <laughs> <laughs> that we're getting into means. I have no idea. But you guys, please be, be, have your eyes open because I was innocently watching a Netflix thing and I thought it was about black women talking about their, their, their heritage, um, you know, just, identifying where you come from, if you know where your ancestors. And all of a sudden, like, in the midst of my feel-good black history moment, they start talking about worshiping the ancestors. Oh, mercy. Yeah, and I'm like, hold on, hold on. Slow. Got to turn this off. So I, I, I just, I want to caution you guys that, you know, you think it's, it's just those people but he's so subtle and it's Mm -hmm. just creeping in from Mm -hmm. every which way Mm -hmm. that we've got to be so diligent yes alert stay awake and pray that's what he said in the garden of gethsemane stay awake and pray um and, and and i thank god for pastor because one of the things that he has taught us is and i'm learning to do more and more of this is identify the sin not the root of the sin, not mm-hmm. just this is the symptom, this is what, you know, but the root. So was that pride? And we've talked about this before. Was that gluttony? Was that slothfulness? Right. What was it? What yeah. type of, you know, was that fear? Um, and in this instance, pride or leaning to our own understanding, right? Calling it out. And if we are saying, because we talked about, it's funny you mentioned the, the, the women's ministry and the, the Jonah Bible study because we were talking about repentance. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the confession and the repentance. So, and, the, and in the confession, of course, is saying, yes, this is what I did 
and I agree with you, God, this is wrong. Right. Of course, in a repentance, is turning away from that and doing it the way God says it, turning in a different direction. But when we're confessing, we're saying, this is what I did, and I agree with you, God, this is wrong. So, God, I lean to my own understanding. This is how script prescriptive we have to be. Mm-hmm. I lean to my own understanding. I did not acknowledge you in this instance. And if I didn't acknowledge, if I acknowledged you in five instances over here, but I didn't acknowledge you in this one, then that is not in all thy ways. Come on. Seth. So therefore that was sin because I didn't do what your word tells me to do. And that's how prescriptive I'm wanting to be with myself. And as I, as I think about my day yeah. and as, I want to get to a point to where not only as, as I recap my day, but as I'm going throughout my day that I'm checking myself, yes. did I lean to my own understanding or am I leaning to my own understanding and when I'm making the, even this very small decision mm-hmm. or am I acknowledging God and asking him what does he Come have on. to say about the matter? So then we can stop saying the devil made me do it. No, yeah. <laughs> we can stop making him, lying on him, although he is the father of lies. <laughs> we can sometimes just see, hey, I leaned in my own understanding. The devil didn't do that to me. I, I, I got. I, I believe he fully throws his hands up sometimes and goes, "Hey, God, that was not me. That was not me. Honest, that was not me. Right." And we could take that power back. Yeah. We can stop saying that. Oh, he's this big, scary. No, we have the power of life and death in our tongues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have the power to choose life. We have the power. Now, he's an influence, but we don't have to do Come on. everything. God, God has given us a right. way out. We're not tempted beyond our um, ability. You know what I mean? He's given us so much, There, but but yet and still. So we cannot blame the enemy all the time. Now, certainly, is he going to do what he does? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we have a father that we can um, lean on. We have Come a father on. that we can go to. He tells he Because we have accepted Jesus... Though the the only way to the Father, right? We've accepted the way, the truth, and the life. We have an opportunity to go to Him and talk to Him about the things that are going on in our lives. And if we do that, if we acknowledge Him, He said He's gonna. It's another one of those conditions. He will direct our path. Come on. Um, and so we've got to start to really. Um, analyze our day, analyze our life, analyze those decisions that we're making. Um, if we're ever going to get to a point of where we are obeying um, God and really doing what He asked me to ask us to do, and and then and it all goes back to how Jesus set it up for us, His His uh, demonstration of it, His example, praying fervently. You know, knowing mm-hmm. that it's God that we have to look to for those answers and should look to, you know, reverencing him. Um, and in that suffering, if it is not what we want to do, we do what he tells, tells us to do anyway. Amen. And then we are learning perfect obedience. Call and it, then because yeah. of that, the blessing that comes. That's like a four part. Boom. If boom. You, if you want this, <laughs> then do this. Right. He laid it out. I. I so we don't have to put any more stamps on this. Um, it is what it is. Go to Hebrews chapter. What was that? Hebrews uh, five. Was that five, chapter yep. seven. Yeah, go there. Med- meditate. You know, we should be meditating on our on the word a little bit. Med- let's meditate on that a little yes. bit. Amen. Amen. All right. Whew. 
I don't know how we end up where we have just talked our little heads off. Um, every t- every every week we say we're going to shorten, you know, our podcast. We hope that you uh, enjoy um, listening to what God has given given us um, and and allowing us to share that with you. We pray it blesses you. We pray you can take it and and um, use it in your life because that's really what um, the design or the goal for uh, the podcast is. We are all just trying to strengthen one another. We're all just trying to um, encourage one another um, to to do what God is asking us to do, to, to, to live it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kay says that all the time, to live it out. Um, and if we are not focused on it, if we're not fervent about it, if we are not seeking it, then it will escape us. And that's why we have to continue to uh, be watchful. Amen? Amen. Alrighty. Until next time. Heavenly Father, we do thank you. Lord, we thank you for this time that you've spent with us. We thank you for the word that you've given your daughters. We thank you, Lord, that you are just so wonderful. You are holy. You are awesome. You're righteous. And Father, I thank you that you just, you talk with me. You walk with me. You walk with us, Lord, and that we have an opportunity to come to you. No other deity, little g, um, has that opportunity. You can't go to Buddha. You can't go to Muhammad, but we can come to you through your son. And we are so grateful, Father God. We say thank you. Thank you. I thank you for your son, Jesus, who died for our sins, Father God, who died that we may have that relationship with you. And Lord, since we now have that relationship, we've been reconciled back to you. Lord, help us to really welcome you into our lives and in every matter of our lives, Father God. And, and, and to to talk to you about our, what's going on in our lives, Father God, and, and to be obedient to what you would have us to do. Lord, we are so thankful. We pray and ask that you forgive us of our sins. Lord, those things that we did that did not please you, we said or we thought that did not please you, Father God. And we just pray and ask that your Holy Spirit would just continue to do a good work. You said you're going to finish that good work in us. You said that we were called, we were predestined. And those of us that are called and predestined, Father, you are going to finish that work. And so, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we lift you up. We love you. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you glory. And it is in Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the Women's Ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.